you're listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. Hi, you guys. Oh my gosh. Welcome to How I See It. I seriously can't believe this is finally happening. Like, I have been wanting to launch this podcast for so, so long, and it feels so surreal, but also low key kind of scary to actually be starting. But I thought I would just start the podcast out just in case you don't know me from my social channels. My name is Hannah Wante. I go by Han. And I thought for the first episode that I would just jump in and tell my story. I don't think I've ever cohesively told the story of how how Han sees it began and honestly how I got to the place of wanting to start a podcast. So anyway, jumping right in, I moved to San Diego in 2015. I absolutely hated it, which is hilarious because if you know me, you know I am like the go-to gal for the designated move to San Diego sales pitch. I'm trying to get like everyone here. I am completely in love with this city, but my first year of college, that was not the case. I absolutely hated it. I grew up in Orange County, moved to San Diego for college when I was 18 and just I ended up staying because I did fall in love with the city. But my first year, I just hated it. I was so lonely. I didn't know anyone. And I always had struggled with depression and anxiety. So I think moving out here by myself and just being out of my comfort zone really made it worse. And so I always loved to write. And I ended up getting and starting a blog as an outlet (laughs) for like how miserable I was feeling. And I called it How Hand C Sees It. I don't know if like how Han sees it was taken on Blogspot or what, but I was just writing blog posts, not even about fashion. This is so embarrassing to admit, but I was writing blog posts about how much I hated college, <laughs> which is like really hilarious because it's just embarrassing, but also just so dramatic, which is on brand for me. But like I said, I do think that it wasn't so much that I hated college. I mean, it really wasn't my scene. I'm not like a huge party person I think like I always joke with people around me that I like feel like a 40 year old woman inside I honestly think just hating college was a way for me to blame how like mentally unwell I was on something and so within the middle of college fast forward I decided to launch how hands sees it I ended up falling in love with San Diego and even though my mental health wasn't great I just really wanted to start the blog and the Instagram kind of shortly after I studied abroad in Paris, it was like a really empowering trip for me. And I decided that I wanted to write on a blog and post my outfits on Instagram. And it wasn't like the angry emo journal version. It was a legit fashion and lifestyle blog. Also like side note, shout out if you've been here since I launched, like, wow. But at the same time, like yikes uh thanks for sticking around if you have been here that long I mean I think it was pretty clear when I first started that I didn't really know who I was or what I was doing and like I said my mental health was literally in the shitter and I had no direction or mission with how Han sees it at all honestly I just felt very alone in my struggle and I thought maybe sharing my experience with people could be useful and like at the time, I just didn't really know how to do that. So it started with just posting outfits that I would wear to work in school. I was always super passionate about fashion, like ever since I was little. Um, I just always loved 
putting outfits together and clothes. So flash forward, I started shooting a lot of content. I was working full time at Nordstrom. I was in my junior year of college. I was going to school full time and working full time and also trying to grow how hand sees it and legitimize it. I started to grow kind of a small audience. I had always like loved fashion. And so it was really fun to start sharing the outfits online and style things on my story and in posts. And back then, like there wasn't even like reels or anything. So I was like making videos of my outfits and posting them on my story to like music. And even though there wasn't much depth, people were starting to follow. Okay, so timeline wise, graduation is coming. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get graze over this story, but um, I was majoring in political science with minors in English and sociology, and I was studying to actually go to law school. And back then, it made so much sense. I feel like now that I have just changed so much since then, I can't even imagine me being a lawyer, but I took the LSAT and everything, and I just decided I was going to take a gap year to really go after how Han sees it um, for a few reasons. I think, one, I didn't get the score I wanted on the LSAT, and two, I just... Honestly, my mental health was just in, like I said, it was in the shitter. I was not doing well. Um, I had like no motivation to try and stay in school. I barely was able to go to class my senior year. And so, um, yeah, I just went after how Hans sees it and tried to make it a full-time career. I saw people were doing it and I wanted to see if I could because I really, really enjoyed it. And I honestly felt deep inside that it was what I was supposed to be doing. I was terrified, honestly, like my anxiety was not in control whatsoever, but I am really fortunate to have had my dad to fall on because my dad owns a company. And so I think that that's a huge part of the story. I made a promise to like always be authentic and real. And so I got to work for him during that year to make money and be able to like live. (laughs) And he allowed me to honestly kind of slack off and work for how Han sees it during that year. And I definitely would have had to figure something else out and it would have made this much more difficult if I didn't have that. So I started grinding immediately. I knew that the opportunity that I had with my dad was to like not be taken for granted. And I knew that it was temporary. And like at the time there wasn't a lot of influencer classes or like programs like they have now. There wasn't like a guide to like how to send a pitch to a client. So I kind of just had to figure it out. I listened to social media, marketing, business podcasts. I pitched hundreds and hundreds of brands and really tried to hone in on like what a good pitch was just with trial and error. And things started moving for sure. I started growing more. I was starting to sign deals, but I think how Han sees it as a whole just still lacked a why. I had the right idea. I knew I wanted to create like a space that was authentic and real and unapologetic. Like I knew that you had to niche down. I knew that I needed a mission. It needed to be clear to an audience, like what the goal was, but I just wanted there to be a space where people felt inspired and like specifically felt like they weren't alone in their struggles because that was the kind of space I was looking for. I think looking back now, I couldn't, I couldn't execute the vision that I had without dealing with my mental health. Something my therapist and I discuss a lot um, was the question of like how I could possibly have influence or inspire if I was unhealthy, like mentally. And that kind of was like where our journey together began. And dealing with my shit, for a lack of a better word, and like dedicating time to therapy was ultimately what allowed me to flourish. That time, especially since it was in the midst of a pandemic, I feel like I got to go like double speed through my healing journey. I really just like dedicated myself to trying to get better. I just wanted 
I wanted to feel normal and I didn't want to feel unhappy anymore. And so I think that and like the overwhelming desire for just like peace and to be like successful in my everyday was what allowed me to really like be dedicated. So anyway, spoiler alert, therapy changed my life. (laughs) It sounds like a commercial, but seriously, it allowed me to just realign with my faith and with reality. It just removed a blockage that was causing me to not live up to my full potential. And also what was getting in the way of how Han sees its full potential. And I'm not suggesting whatsoever that how Han sees it has even gotten close to its full potential. I am definitely still growing and I have tons and tons of things to learn and work on, especially when it comes to scaling a business. But I think my mental health, it was it was something that I always thought would just never get better. And this was just especially a lie I told myself before I started therapy or like as me and my therapist like to call it my pilgrimage. And if you've gone through therapy or like worked through something, you know why I'm calling it a pilgrimage because it truly is. I can't think of a better word besides it being an absolute bitch, but in a good way and definitely worth it. And I'm sure bits and pieces of my story and more details will be addressed as more guests come on the show and we have like authentic conversations. But I do want to say, and I do want to talk about this, I would consider those parts of myself, the parts full of anxiety and crippled with depression recovered. Um, and I think that's maybe a bit controversial to say, you know, you you may be listening and you may have struggled with depression and anxiety, or you may still be struggling with depression and anxiety and you may think it's uncurable or you're rolling your eyes at me. Um, totally cool to do. Um, but you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I, will remain unapologetic and 100% real. And this is just truly my experience. I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast the other day and I, um, he had Mel Robbins on and I was listening to her. And for context, she was just talking about wanting to be happy. And she had explained that she was engaging in a campaign of misery, which was holding her back. And I just resonated with that so deeply, like just those words, because I was engaging in a campaign of misery for my entire life. I don't invalidate like my depression, anxiety. It was really, really bad. It's something I struggled with as a young child all the way through high school and college. But I was engaging in a campaign of misery for so long. And it headlined, you will never break free from depression and anxiety and you will never feel peace. And those were just toxic lies that are just not applicable to my life anymore. And why am I telling you this? You may be wondering, why does this even matter? It matters because healing from depression and anxiety, though that's the biggest echo of my pilgrimage, like realigning in my faith and working through my trauma. It was the catalyst in being able to take how Han sees it full time. And that's my story. And I find power in that story. And I, I hope you do too, or you can find pieces relatable or encouraging even. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Um, my hope is that this is a place to illuminate people's interesting and unique stories, their beginning, their hardships, their passion and expertise. I just want it to be a space for authentic conversations and learning and humor and seriousness. I want it all. But also I think we tend to isolate ourselves a lot, like our struggles, our mental health, our hardships. We tend to think so much about ourselves and we isolate ourselves in our problems and in our journeys And I'm not saying that to try and diminish your personal story or invalidate your hardship, but life is hard. And when a lot of us go through the same things, I think it's really important to share. And I feel the more I've listened to podcasts and the more I've listened to people's stories, I've realized 
how not alone I am and how similar my story is to a ton of other people, which is why unapologetic, authentic, realness, they're all words I hope if you don't already, you start to associate with my platforms and this podcast. Personal stories of growth and success and working through adversity, it's just become a huge inspiration for me and honestly a huge source of motivation. I want to offer that to my listeners and my community. But I think especially if you're in the midst of starting something or you're an entrepreneur or you're trying to work through adversity or maybe you struggle with mental health or maybe you're not happy in your career, people's words are powerful and people's stories have impact. I truly believe that. And they are, in my opinion, the greatest reminder that we're not alone. And a lot of people ask me, like, how do I stay so motivated and fired up? And like, (laughs) it's definitely not all the time. I feel so passionate about what I do. I love I love fashion blogging. I love working with the brands I do. I love sharing with my community. I love having authentic, unapologetic conversations on my stories and shooting content and being creative in that way. But I mean, it's still my job and I'm not always fired up. But I think a lot of it has to do with me wanting to ultimately live up to my full potential and fulfill my purpose. I obviously burn out. We all do. But listening to people's stories, whether I'm listening to a podcast or I'm reading a book, that's one of the biggest places that I find motivation. I try to surround myself and listen to people who have done things I want to do, like create a business or get over a mental hurdle or grow an audience. So I'm not sure how cohesive all this was, but that's pretty much my story. That's why I'm here. It's why I'm doing this. And again, there are so many different avenues and parts and detours of my story that I'm sure will continue to come out as the podcast continues, especially in the solo episodes. But I guess this is just all how I see it. (laughs) Is that cheesy that I end it like that? Okay, maybe this. Thank you for being here. Please stick around. I hope this is a place you can come to feel motivated and encouraged and inspired, a place that you can come to laugh and learn. But anyway, I'm so excited to launch this podcast. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm so excited. Definitely um, be easy on me at first. I'm trying to learn how to use these mics, like what volume to keep it on if I'm talking too loud, if I'm talking too soft. So I would appreciate the grace and all constructive, nice criticism is welcome. Make sure to follow how I see it, the pod to keep up with pod updates. Um, just so you can see all the guests that are coming on. I am so excited. I have so many cool guests lined up with just such cool stories from all different walks of life and just so many different industries. So make sure to follow there and if you don't already, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at How Han Sees It. Come join the fam. Welcome to How I See It. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Han Sees It. Thank you, guys. <laughs>